What's up gamers and welcome to another episode of the Elite Gaming Gear Podcast, episode 15. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be bringing in a couple of new characters to sound off for us. Uh, this is Lathan, of course, and we've got in the studio with us today... Wait, who? Oh, wait, um, Isaiah's? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no moist turtles. Sir, <laughs> yeah. so I want to return that? this turtle. It's too moist. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Isaiah's <laughs> ants... And uh, joining us from the uh, PlayStation Ambassador Program, the Sony Ambassador Program, uh, Doc. Welcome back to the show, man. Thanks for coming back on with us. Not a problem. Uh, we were uh, very much eager to make sure that your demands were met. Uh, the bowl of M&Ms has only green M&Ms. Uh, the bottles of water are partially opened but not fully. Uh, and the moist turtles oh. have been made ready for your uh, immediate use. <laughs> yes. Hammer oh. for the moist turtles. <laughs> and they have to be the dollar size ones. I can't can't be lugging around the big turtle. I got something I could put in my pocket, you know. Hey, yeah. okay. pocket sized turtles this is fantastic. So to kick things off, we're going to go ahead and cover a little bit of Xbox news. Uh, and one of the things that a lot of people are talking about right now is, of course, the Doom remake, the one that's supposed to not suck. Uh, so Anthony, you got a release date on that thing for us? Doom? Yeah. May 13th. No, Turtles. Yeah, I'm just asking you about Doom. <laughs> Doom Turtles? There's, there are no Doom Xbox Turtles. Xbox going to be releasing Moist Turtles? No, no, no. Doom. Well, I mean, the Moist Turtles might spell Doom. Uh, Microsoft's going to charge you for that, too. <laughs> That's the Moist Turtle <laughs> DLC. Moist Turtle DLC. <laughs> for Doom. Comes in four expansions. Uh, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello, and... Bird to the mother right there. Bo show. Uh, Z also just brought it to my attention. Everybody say hi, Z. Hi, Z. Z, say hi to the people. Hi, Z. Hi, hi Z. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was incredibly robotic. Um, so, we. Uh, she also brought it to my attention that GameStop is actually going to be putting out uh, beta codes or handing out beta codes for Doom this weekend. Uh, I believe it starts, it starts Friday or Saturday. I'm going to say Saturday to be sure, because who knows. Uh, but definitely this weekend, they are going to be handing out uh, beta passes or beta access passes for 31st. Doom. The first? Oh. 31st. Oh, the 31st. My apologies. The 31st is when that starts. The other thing I wanted to touch on really quickly uh, is the Microsoft Holo Transport. And while this isn't an Xbox technology per se, it kind of falls under the scope or the umbrella of all things Microsoft. And it's super cool. Uh, so... Doc, you're really super familiar with PlayStation VR, of course. Project Morpheus, uh, you had your hands on this thing before any of us even knew what it was. Um, and it blew you away. So the competitor to virtual reality, which a lot of companies are getting into, is augmented reality, where you're actually laying artificial images over a real world. Uh, and that's the direction Microsoft went. So let's let's hope this doesn't go the way that Blu-ray and HD DVD went, where... <laughs> Right, right. Only one shall survive. <laughs> it's like the high. There can be only one. Uh, I'm thinking the the hollow lenses. You know the overlay of it. I'm thinking of super nerdy stuff. I'm like, dude, I can't wait to play like Warhammer 40k oh, on like a giant like <laughs> pool table. Right. I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. Lugging your giant heads. Uh, you know, the only one? use that Z would have for for hollow lens would be to make any of her like animal characters from the game appear in the living room. I guarantee you that she'd try to pet them. Yeah. What's I, that? Well, that's a- 
point, right? The interactiveness of it. <laughs> right? A little bit of haptic feedback there, and life is good. Peek now go look, up. a little virtual poop. <laughs> I'm going to clean it up. Yeah, hey, look, right. a moist turtle. Now, oh, that reminds me of that. Uh, that nope. No. <laughs> that reminds me of the, uh, what were those things, the Tama something or another tamagotchis yes she was telling me the other day she wanted me to try to find one of those things for it i don't think any of them still exist so yeah they probably do but i gotta gotta find on those things i can get you any one oh seriously oh yeah well obviously uh dude you're gonna have to hook it up like a tow truck uh we definitely need some tamagotchi oh man yeah we blew up their country with an atom bomb and they got us back by siphoning off you know kids parents money by introducing us to these craftily made little virtual pets <laughs> now your whole life will be lived in shame and dishonor while you feed <laughs> virtual animal that makes virtual poop <laughs> wow <laughs> and, and wow <laughs> really yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> but back you to know, you may think this conversation is going downhill which it isn't but when you talk to a lot of the devs, when you get into where they actually make the games, these conversations are like a Pixar film. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, when you think you're like, oh, my gosh, that's a little out of control. Nope. <laughs> there are no restrictions. As a matter of fact, they have security to make sure that people don't riot through the windows in yeah. shot. <clears throat> But with Hollow Transport, they're combining a couple of really neat technologies, and one of them is uh, the multiple access points from virtual, or rather, uh, 3D cameras that they use for VR uh, to map a virtual reality region that exists in real space. Uh, part of the Matterport project, if I'm not mistaken, and Hololens. So what they actually create is a uh, prism of cameras that you stand in. Uh, you put on your Hololens, and the other person can see you like you're standing inside the room, a la Star Wars. Uh, only slightly less blue and grayscale, and and life size instead of a giant floating Palpatine head uh, hanging out in front of you. Uh, so super super cool. You can actually have these conversations with somebody who's uh, virtually in the room with you, and I think that that's a, a unique feature that's gonna gonna let them stand apart from the VR scene and make them viable. Uh, I mean, what do you what do you think? What's the prize? Oh, see, this that's, is where... That's a concerning part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, because whereas PlayStation VR, like we mentioned in the previous podcast, I mean, just nailed the VR market with their, uh, was it 399 price point on their headset? Um, it was actually, it was actually uh, and I can say this, uh, internal uh, original email where it was going to be uh, 299 What? What? And, yeah. And uh, um, it had to do, there was, there was a cost delay. Um, wow with the internal mechanisms and it, it shot the price up another hundred bucks because they had to wait which, on parts. <clears throat> yeah. Which is a, is kind of a good thing. Cause that gives it, that gives it time to drop and you know, they're always going to drop in price around holidays. And oh, with yeah. that price drop, people who may not have bought it at the two ninety nine original price will buy it two ninety nine a hundred dollars off. Well, I feel sorry no, no, for black Friday. Oh, that's going to be <laughs> that's hell. Racist. Oh, no. oh, sorry. Um, I can't say anything else. <laughs> uh, politically correct Friday? Politically correct Friday. Yeah, we're going to have people fighting over like, that. Uh... Oh, yeah, people are going to be fighting over it. Actually, in terms of people fighting over things, uh, Palmer Lucky, uh, the developer of Oculus, <clears throat> well, at least one of the guys that had his finger on the thing the entire time, 
delivered the very first Oculus Rift headset himself. Uh, I think his exact quote was, I'll be damned if some random delivery guy delivers the first Oculus Rift. Uh, which, I mean, kudos to him. I mean, he didn't have to do that. Flew all the way to Alaska to do it. And granted, it's a PR stunt of epic proportions. Uh, shows that he still is sensitive to uh, his community, even though he totally sold out to Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, but we're not going to get into that. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Uh, <laughs> But again, um, <laughs> so somebody had said something about price. Uh, from what I understand, the HoloLens uh, starter set is the exact opposite of the direction Sony went. I think they were looking at like eighteen hundred bucks. Um, but but you have to have a powerful PC. Oh yeah, well I mean you've got to have a powerful PC for the uh, HTC Vive, and you've got to have a powerful PC for the Oculus Rift as well. I think the cheap cheapest Rift ready computer that you can buy pre built is over a thousand dollars. So. I think that the PS4 is going to do pretty good on that because you already have a console. You don't need to beef up your PC. So I think it's going to go down to the, what do you call it, like the family demographic. Then the hardcore fans will get like the ATC, their Oculus Rift for the PCs. You know, you're actually absolutely right. I, I talked to a couple of other people in the gaming industry, and they had mentioned that that's exactly what they're anticipating happening is that Sony is going to break everybody in to VR, and then as you figure out what you like, um, you know, this is your first car. It's a beater. Uh, does it do everything it's supposed to do? Absolutely. Will it be reliable for you? Absolutely. Does it have the potential to be beautiful? Absolutely. Uh, but once you decide, hey, you know what? I need a sedan, or I need a sports car, or I need these little specifics, um, people will move off to the more expensive versions, or stick with PSVR, especially considering what they're planning on doing down the road with PlayStation. But before we get into the PlayStation news, uh, we want to take a moment to acknowledge uh, the uh, winner of our raffle or our drawing for a Q&A session with the guys of Elite Gaming Gear and our special guest Doc who just happened to have the time to stop in with us. Very cool. Tony is going to be joining us uh, right now to ask some questions and, and field some responses. Let's go ahead and get Tony in here. Ah, yes. Who can forget? The red sticks are moist turtle bad. tears. Moist. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the purveyor of moist turtle tears in a pump container. <laughs> Buffalo Bill up in here. <laughs> Put the turtle toes on the skin. You make the skin moist. It's the turtle on the skin or it gets the hose again. <laughs> okay. Do I even want to know what just happened? <laughs> Probably not, know. man. Yep, welcome, to Tony. Uh, welcome to the Elite Gaming Gear podcast, <laughs> man. Knowing my luck, it'll be edited out. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We don't uh, edit any of our podcasts, uh, for better or for worse, sometimes for worse. Uh, Tony, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? All right. I am Tony, and I am an Xbox 360 gamer. I know I'm behind the times, but whatever. I'm out. Don't worry. I'm behind the <laughs> You have offended our Sony ambassador. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, well, so... <laughs> that's not surprising. I mean, come on. Sony uh, Sony ambassadors are easily uh, offended, except for Ooh. Doc. Doc except... was not uh, easily offended. He's crying on the inside. <laughs> He's wiping his tears with a turtle. <laughs> Again with the turtles. <laughs> All right. At any rate, man, uh, we heard you got some questions for us. Um, well, I do. And, well, I don't know if the Sony guys can really get into this one, but how deep does the EGG crew's um, knowledge of the Dragon Age series go? Actually, I bet you Doc might surprise you here. 
I, heard, I vaguely in the distance heard something about turtles. Ah, damn it! The fucking shit! <laughs> <laughs> I think got the pocket turtles in the middle of the fucking out. dark, though, and she came in to, to tell me what a pervert I am about <laughs> talking about fucking turtles. Not actually fucking turtles, but <laughs> I got fucking killed! <laughs> damn it! I'm sorry. Hi, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was expecting this when I saw Doc was in the uh, grouping over here. <laughs> <laughs> he anticipated I was like, it. Yes, I have Doc. This will be epic. <laughs> Ooh, he's got you, buddy. My God! Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Doc, you know anything about the Dragon Age series, or is that out of your scope? Oh, what do you love about Dragon Age, dude? Well, the question is, what isn't there liked about Dragon? Yeah, what isn't there to like about Dragon Age? Exactly. Oh, come on. There are some things. Take Uncharted for a sec, for a minute, right? There, really, despite the uh, some of the minor problems Uncharted had, it's actually one of the best games on on PlayStation. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, and true. it's just one of those games like The Last of Us. You know, it, it's hard to figure out what is actually bad about it because it's literally so much fun. That is that is a fair assessment. And I'll tell you, the one thing that I had uh, an issue with in the Dragon Age series uh, was that even though you had a great deal of choice and a great deal of your choice made its way into the game and the outcome of the game, uh, I felt like the world was a little closed to me, like things were just a little bit linear. Uh, and maybe linear is not the right word, but it felt like I was confined or there were constraints on, on where I could go and what I could do at any given time. Have you played Inquisition? The, no. That's the answer to that question is no. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, it's actually sitting right here. I just I have so much stuff I work on, too. I haven't <laughs> had the chance to. Your tower is as big as mine, I think, Doc. A, a tower of unwrapped games. Right. <laughs> as to the whole linearity or closed world issue, they fixed that with uh, Inquisition. It's a lot more open world, a lot more um, literal choose your own adventure uh, adventure type thing. Oh, cool! I'm having Doc's issue from the last time he was here with not being able to uh, form words. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's grown since then, emotionally and spiritually. <laughs> I think I think Anthony might have had a stroke and uh, phased out. I think so because uh, I haven't heard him, and Ants. usually he's one of the loudest ones around. Ants, you still there, man? Yeah, I'm just listening to what's going on right now. Ants <laughs> playing Pokemon. Who's playing Pokemon? Ants has been playing with his moist turtles for a little bit. Wait, is that <laughs> is that squirrel? Oh, whoa, whoa. did I hear moist turtles? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you did. Oh. <laughs> Bad images. Sorry, I have, two, I have two turtles. I have two turtles right next to me, just fighting in the cage match. You, you have a turtle cage match going on. Is that sanctioned? Yeah. Turtle exploitation. <laughs> don't, 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 it's like it's like a fight club. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> first rule, of turtle club. Don't talk about turtle right club. Right there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So now, if I remember correctly, uh, there's a new Pokemon game coming out for mobile. Is there not? Yeah, people are losing. You know what about that, dude? Now, if I remember correctly, I got an intro sheet before Tony logged on. Uh, one of the things that you had mentioned on there was Pokemon Go, wasn't it? 
I know I've mentioned it, but what what do you know about Pokemon Go, man? Fill us in. What what questions might you have? Well, um, from everything that I've heard, um, it's currently on its way to beta, but the beta is only going to be in Japan because they're still in active coding mode or whatever. Ooh. Yeah. Come on, Japan. If uh, from what I I can tell from what I've seen, it's going to be a lot like Ingress. If anybody here has played that, which wouldn't doubt that nobody has, (laughs) um, it's mobile game. And well, from what I've heard, Nobody likes mobile games. Oh, that's yeah, not that's true. true. We got a whole what? segment coming up later Wait, on mobile it games. games. <laughs> Absolutely. If it's free mobile games, then it all paywalls. If you pay for it, then it could be good. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna break uh, I'm gonna break the outline because I was gonna wait to talk about uh, all the mobile stuff, but but my favorite game, one of my favorite games of all time, the one that got me started into uh, JRPGs, uh, the one that introduced me to the Final Fantasy series, uh, uh, particularly was the uh, the Secret of Mana, which was for the Game Boy. Uh, or was it Legend of Mana? Uh, I forget. Uh, but it was a little green-covered cartridge for the original Game Boy, you know, four AA batteries, eight pounds, uh, with a 2 by 2 inch screen in lovely shades of green and black. And uh, I just fell in love with that game. Oh, no, no, not at all. And uh, they actually remade this game for mobile for both iOS and Android uh, as Adventure of Mana, where they have completely upgraded the visuals um, and brought everything uh, full circle. Still the same gameplay mechanic, which is more like an action RPG, uh, like Legend of Zelda. But, again, I can put my Game Boy next to my phone, and I can play through the same scenes uh, with these huge visual upgrades, and it's, it's the same feeling both ways. Uh, and I was pretty impressed. So as far as mobile game goes, I mean, we're there. And I mean, that was like 15 bucks, but infinitely worth it. Sounds like it. Oh, yeah. So this Pokemon Go thing, anybody have an idea on how much that thing's going to cost? Uh, uh, I, I, but there's going to be microtransactions. Microtransactions. Oh, yeah, that, that's pretty much the wave of the future, which sucks because, you know, as much as anyone that hates microtransactions, you know, most gamers are responsible for that because they keep doing it. Exactly. It's like um, CSGO um, box openings, pretty much. Ants, platinum but, in Warframe. Hey, that's you. Yeah, yeah, that is me. Warframe. I'm, I'm guilty. The only thing that's upsetting me is it's going to be released in Japan first. Well, you the know two what? They're are going to release in Japan. They didn't like. From what I've heard, they're already doing testing in Japan right now. No, well, that makes me upset. Your, uh, your information is more updated than mine. <laughs> um, have I'm you guys gonna... seen the uh, commercial for it yet? The official release commercial? No. Is, that, is, is it like you could be like that? It's like a little kid from like all around the world. Give a show them like Pokemon battles, and at the end it shows like them at a gym, like a Pokemon gym. So I should be sharing my screen with the people in this call here. Can you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. I can see it. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna play this little clip so you guys can take a look here. Uh, but this is the official Pokemon commercial for Pokemon Go. <clears throat> oh, you know what I was missing right Nintendo. there? Nintendo. I was missing an energy drink. Oh, dude! Did you just plug our energy drink for us? That is I fantastic! Did, the fact that I'm missing one. <laughs> 
Oh, that is fantastic. Well, you know what? Um, this year, uh, again, we've been told uh, for Central City Comic Con 2016, uh, we will not be permitted to bring the beverage line in. However, uh, we will have them available for, pe- available for people if they want to order them at our, at our booth uh, or anywhere in the console room, because we're running the console room again uh, with Doc. Uh, we can go ahead and have them out in the EGG Jeep. <laughs> EGG Jeep. <laughs> and uh, you guys can... Too many uh, G sounds there. <laughs> yeah, way too many. Way too many. Okay, this is kind of cool. If you buy twelve, um, if you buy a twelve pack of EGG soda or energy drinks, you get a moist turtle for free. I'm not holding to that agreement. Or a turtle in the moist toilet. <laughs> oh no, no, that, that's that's bringing back conversations from past vacations. That yeah. What kind of vacations <laughs> do you Boy, take? Where you vacation <laughs> where <laughs> moist turtles are a it's primary not, acquisition. It's not where it's who with. This is getting worse. (laughs) (laughs) This is pretty impressive. So I'm watching through this commercial, and uh, you can actually now... AR, I mean, is there an augmented reality component to it, too? Yes, it's it's supposed to be AR, just like Ingress. If you want to get a feel for what Pokemon Go is going to be like... Ingress. Ingress. I-N-G-R-E-S-S. I know exactly what you're talking about, and uh, if you are anywhere near the airport in Yakima, Washington, I may or may not have engaged uh, in battling some of the predisposed nodes uh, in that area uh, when I used to play it. What kind of Pokemon are going to be in Yakima? What kind of Pokemon? Uh, Probably Uh, Rattata and Trubbish, and that's it. Uh, Maybe once in a while a survivor. What do you call the... Well... It does say there. From what I've read, it, they are going to be kind of location specific. So, like, you're not going to find like a Charmander by uh, White Hollow Creek. I have a feeling that uh, that all the cool Pokemon are only going to be in Japan. That's, yeah, that's my feeling. That. No, that's not allowed. You, you hope that's not allowed. You, Japan, it's you, not can't, allowed. you can't do this. You can't. I you hope can't. so. You can't. Hey, you gotta bring I can our, find either a Ralts or an Eevee, I'll be happy. Hey, Japan, you gotta bring your Pokemon down to America. You're you're <laughs> taking away Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. You can't take away the Pokemon too. They did take away Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball, didn't they? <laughs> yes, I'm very that, sad. Oh, I, that's probably the most upsetting take, thing. You guys I, heard about the patch for Street Fighter Five, right? I know what, it's what so patch? stupid. Oh, no, no more butt slap. No more butt slap. No more Chun Li. No more Chun Li. No, oh, no, the the animatics on her um, in her pectoral area, people were having a problem with. Why? Too jiggly. Oh. Whoa, hold up! I love my jiggly. Wait, 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 wait! Too jiggly, games. and we're talking about Japan. That's what I'm saying. I, I tuned right back into that because I was having a side conversation at the same time. I tuned back in to hear too jiggly, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, um, but that's never take away the jiggly. Well, that's part of the part of this movement that's been going around. I mean, there was a a change to Overwatch too, wasn't there? Yeah, yes, there was no more yeah. booty. It was what was that character's name? It was like oh. we only have these conversations when Isaiah is on the podcast. Yes, because I, oh, yeah. I am a, I am a supporter of the jiggle, jiggle and sexualization of any character. Including Blanca and Gaia. Yes. 
like, I mean, pick what your what your battles are going to be, you know? Right. It's just redonkulous. Well, it's going to, like, it's like saying, like, we're going to release a game. Like, if Pop came out again, and people were like, well, those physics are too jiggly. We need to censor that <laughs> out. It's, you're going to censor video games, and you can't censor, you can't censor art or video games, even if it's, like, beach volleyball. Well, there already are censoring video games, which, in my opinion, video games are an art form. Um, they are... Probably one of the most creative forms of expression and artistic expression that that is available today, uh, because you're getting every form. You're getting uh, visual art. You're getting uh, music. You're getting uh, stories. You're getting all these different art forms rolled into one to create this this beautiful amalgamation. And even well, if it is something that's considered you know um, offensive to some people, and this is what drives me nuts. When I was reading about this, I think it was one person. Uh, with Overwatch in the forums that said that they had an issue with it, and from there it sparked this giant they a, thing. They got an issue over personality <clears throat> because she's a over hyperactive, like cutie girl who's not very like what do you call it naughty. So when they did that, they said, well, it's not in her character, so you need to take it out. And Blizzard's like, okay, we'll take it out. Um, do you want me to blow that argument out of the water? Are you ready for this? Are you ready, Doc? Yeah, Doc, are you ready with the? Oh, get ready. I'm, I'm ready. Um, <clears throat> Samus Aran. <laughs> yeah yeah bite me she's in armor full tilt boogie in every game until the ones that have come out more recently and you cannot tell me that there is not a hypersexualization of that character um and yet nobody's throwing a fit about that because it's nintendo the reason, the reason behind oh, it, it, is, it, it, it is nintendo which is oh, insane and the fact that they're offended by everything this, no got, offense, this got political really I'm, fast. I'm offended of the mushrooms <laughs> in Mario, so you need to change it. No, no, These no. no. There's a movement to legalize mushrooms in the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> I told you. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to be up. led Please. by Bernie Mario Sanders. <laughs> wow. Bowser <laughs> Trump is leading the polls. Bowser <laughs> Trump is, is the opposition. <laughs> Uh, let's, no. let's not so give because when it came down to Hillary, it, nobody no. rescued <laughs> Princess Hillary. <laughs> let's not get politics into the EGG podcast. But they fit no. so well. Uh, we were talking about earlier, was it? I, I would, I would pay money to play a Call of Duty experience where you got to play as Donald Trump. Then, oh yeah, dude. <laughs> I was rage mode, uh, <laughs> right? I, I, I was Trump. thinking of Toad. Toad should be Ted Cruz. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious, dude. <laughs> Just with this frowny face. Oh, it's terrible. It is terrible. Only they, could ride that, they could ride Chris Christie. Christie! <laughs> oh. No, no, no. Chris Christie would have to be the boo, I think. Uh, just don't look at him directly. He'll shy away. Uh <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, back to video games. What else you got for us, Tony? Um, well, go, going back to the whole um, censorship thing, there is um, quite a bit in Inquisition, like along the romance lines, mm-hmm. that I swear no uh, offended person has been able to get to because it goes pretty close on to full-blown nudity. Oh. Well, well, they had like, very similar things in of, like uh, Kratos and Aphrodite. Well, like literally, you um, actually get to see 
um, bare tits. <laughs> wow. And? And? Like I, I see said, nothing wrong with it. Nobody that's offended has apparently gotten that far. Otherwise, you know that Bioware would be all over that. This is what I get for right. saying that we don't edit the podcast. This this is on me. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah like, wow. No, that's a good way. It's like it's Dragon Age, like the big old guy with like the horns and all that. You can have a relationship with him. Yeah, Iron Bull, and yes, you can. As no, no matter what gender or race, this you is going to get bad really fast. Isaiah's yeah. no, no, all right, no, really no. did. I haven't gone through all of them, so I can't really delve too deep into that. But I, I do know the phrase "delving happen. deep" sums it up. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> but. You can say he rides like a horse or a bull. See? You see what happens? You can't hey, get Isaiah that started. That one was your fault. Wait. That, that was my fault, admittedly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we just got to... Man, Z is like, is like Oracle from Batman feeding me information from the shadows. Uh, so we just got this update for the Nintendo gamers. Uh, big sale going on over at the Nintendo store, Nintendo.com. Uh, looks like $19.99 each for Donkey Kong Country Tropical, uh, Super Mario 3D World, which is insane. Mario games are typically never that cheap. Uh, these are both oh. for the Wii U. Uh, Yoshi's New Island, uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D, Ooh, and Donkey Zelda. Kong Country Returns hey, 3D. Ocarina of Time? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep, for 19 bucks. That My friends are going to Ocarina of Time 2 on 3DS, so I should tell them that. Here, oh, there's more. Oh, whoa, whoa. That's right. She informed me there is more. Uh, Ants, and you're going to go nuts. More. Dude, Pikmin 3, 1999. I already have it, though. But you already have everything. Uh, That's any, true. NES Remix Pack, 1999. And, yeah. yeah, I think... Oh, no, Mario Party Island Tour, uh, 1999. Super Mario Galaxy 2 for the original Wii. Is still twenty bucks. <laughs> I mean, I mean, wow. Ooh, Animal Crossing. Still twenty bucks, along with Animal Crossing, uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns for the Wii. What does that say when Donkey Kong Country Returns for the Wii and the one for the Wii U are the same price? Oh no! Donkey Kong Returns to the Nintendo on the original Wii. Valid. Now this one's worth having. Super Mario Brothers, uh, Super Ooh, Mario All Stars. Um, I actually have the collectors, a couple of the collectors editions for this one. Uh, just because they, they, we have to. They sit on the shelf at a place of honor. Uh, but at any rate, yeah, so that's really cool. I was going to say, are you going to do a Let's Play on that? Uh, uh, oh. Man. I want to start doing Let's Plays, so. Wait, huh. are the Lost Levels on there? Yes, they are. Oh, Perfect. <laughs> Dude, Doc, when was the last time you got into Mario? Days ago. Oh, Wait, what oh. were you playing two days ago? The handheld, dude. Remember the little handheld I got from you? Dude, tell people about the handheld. Yeah, so this handheld is is like the dopest thing ever, man. You can, uh, um, it's a, literally like a handheld with a screen. I think it's got a um, four-inch four screen on it. Or it might be a five-inch screen. And you put your Super NES cartridge into the top and play it right there on the handheld, dude. What? Yeah, <laughs> And it's also got an adapter if you want to look like you have like a giant book shoved in the back where you can play a, a you can put a, a NES cartridges in, yep. in there. The NES cartridge adapter. Uh, you can it's actually rechargeable. Mm-hmm. It has a port where you can uh, um, you can put in an adapter to run two controllers off of this thing. And, and that's. <laughs> It's got a, it's got a you or a um, stereo headphone jack as well, 
and it's got a, a AV out. That is correct, sir. Yeah, it's got all that, dude. I mean, it's like I couldn't stop playing. I got finally got to play Batman uh, Returns for a for Super NES, and I was like, "This is amazing!" <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. Uh, you've been playing a lot of Street Fighter lately. <laughs> I'm still playing it right now. Wait, I haven't gone sleep for three days. <laughs> Street Fighter, Street Fighter is fantastic. Uh, this, Street Fighter is fantastic. Except, hey, I got. I, we're talking about Pokemon. We're talking about Street Fighter. Um, and I may have mentioned this last podcast. I don't know if I did or not, but I, it's worth mentioning again. Uh, Pokemon tournament. Pokemon tournament. Yeah, go, go ahead, game. Anthony. Go ahead. It, it's amazing. I love it. But how many Pokemon are there? Sadly, not very many. <laughs> That's the only thing that upsets me. Yeah, there's only like, what, ten of them? You can play out. as? Uh, but it actually beat out, uh, what was it, uh, Street Fighter V in Japan. Makes sense. Wow. Yeah. I I was shocked. Speaking of Street Fighter and, and shameless changes, there's a DLC pack for costumes that just came out with probably the worst version of Ken I've ever seen. It's like a short-haired version of Ken. It It's very cool. disturbing. And like luchador versions Ken. of characters for some reason. Seriously? Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's a thing? Apparently yeah. that is a thing. Uh, now, Ken's really big into that kind of stuff too. <laughs> now, kind of wrestling me. stuff. Tony, you were talking about uh, about uh, mobile games earlier. Uh, this is another one we've been keeping an eye on lately, uh, Father.io, uh, which is in crowdfunding phase still currently. Uh, but it's actually pretty incredible. It's another AR game, kind of like Pokemon Go, like we were talking about. Uh, but this one is actually a first-person shooter, uh, which is pretty trick. Uh, so essentially, your controller becomes your weapon, or rather, uh, your phone becomes your weapon. With uh, GPS to other people wearing these little sensors that you carry in your pocket, uh, you have ammunition and you uh, basically blitz these people in public. It's kind of crazy. Uh, wait, doesn't that already happen on a regular basis? I mean, have you seen the Yakima scans here lately? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. brought to you by Bunny Tree. Oh, 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 no, oh, oh. no. Wait a minute. That that's that that's pushing the envelope like the uh, monster one a few uh, podcasts back. Yes, that that also was was quite bad. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's sad. There is there is a lot of violence, uh, especially in this area where we're based out of right now. Um, but it's one of those things that I think if everybody would just sit down and play a video game, they'd have a lot less time on their hands to rob places and shoot people. But they can't afford it. Which probably led to the robbery. You know, you know what they need to do. They need, we need to have a um, instead of like uh, food stamps and all that, we should have like a game bank and get people like Xbox 360s and like really crappy video I don't games. Like them or something. Lower down the crime. <laughs> Lowering the crime through uh, video games, absolutely. Uh, and from here on out, gang wars instead of being drive-bys can be fought in uh, in VR uh, Call of Duty matches. Oh. We yeah. should get all the people <laughs> grind up auto online, and so with that, uh, you know, if if only, if only, if maybe only. if you put them into like a medicated coma, uh, and then only allowed their field of view to interact with a game like that, uh, that that might work too. Yeah, it might work. 
This this podcast got really dark really fast. Oh, it did. Trust me. <laughs> I, can, I can make it darker. I turn off the lights. No. no, no. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> well, Tony, we got yep. enough time for one more question, man. What do you got for us? Um. Well, actually, this is more geared towards, well, actually, all of you. What are your uh, thoughts and excitements regarding Pokemon Go? Ants, you want to start that one off? I've just been waiting for it for a long time. Who has There's, Yeah, who has I am <laughs> probably the biggest Nintendo fan out of all of us. Are you going to buy that wristband? Uh, I do Plus? Yeah. I don't well, I really want to get one. I'm going to get one of those. Depending on how much it is, I'm looking to try and... I'm probably going to try and get one. I'm going to say... Wait, wait, someone tell me about this dang wristband. So, it's... basically, from everything that I've read, it's going to be... A little like watch type wristband that you wear that is connected, that is Bluetooth connected to your phone that will alert you when there's a Pokemon nearby. They and it'll allow you oh, to catch dude. it. Without you forget, you without can stop right there. I'm, I'm, I'm already sold. hundred dollars? Nintendo's just take my money. <laughs> so basically, uh, oh, it's sorry. like a, 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 de- a Pokemon detector. Yeah, it's like a Fitbit Pokemon detector, I guess. Fitbit. Yeah, that's basically what I've read about. You haven't it. gone outside to catch any Pokemons. You know, actually, let me chime in on this for a second. So we're talking about, uh, we got real for a moment. We talked about crime and society and all these sorts of things. And whereas I will always be the strongest advocate and stand amongst the strongest advocates of video games, um, there is an issue nowadays uh, with kids not being able to interact outside of uh, outside of sitting on their couch. So the idea of a game that encourages you to go out and explore in the real world, uh, that actually, so you ask me what excites me, that's what excites me about Pokemon Go. It does for me, because I can try to pick up chicks with my Charizard. <laughs> there it is. I, hey, I, hey. I was waiting for the, the Pokemon hookup to come out at you, but I wasn't Pokemon expecting Tinder. it from ants. I was expecting Pokemon it from, from ants, so. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, there is a person in this podcast um, who said something one time, and I remember talking to this person. Uh, they were getting ready to go out on a date, and I'm like, uh, whatever you do, don't just don't bring a Pokemon. You'll be fine. And uh, I'm hanging out with this couple, and uh, there's like this awkward moment of silence. And uh, he looks over at her, and he goes, so... I've caught over 700 Pokemon. Oh, and I'm no. like, oh, God. And and the chick looks at him and goes, you're kidding. How? And I'm like, <laughs> mic drop. Pokemon gets Ding. chicks. Yeah, but I can't wait till Pokemon <laughs> Go comes out. But it's funny. I can see people, like, having a Pokemon. I can see, like, something randomly happen having a Pokemon farm in your house. A, po- a Pokemon farm in your house? Yeah, like, it's like an error in the code. So there's like a whole bunch of Pokemon spawning in your house. You get these people outside of your house, like peeking through your windows with their cell phones. Yo, man, I heard you got that Charizard. I, I, yeah, I heard you're gonna pay. I've heard from some uh, sources on some like fan pages. There are people that are already talking about trying to alter the code to what they want it to be, versus what is being shown as what's going to be released. So you never know; that might end up actually happening. So. So, Doc, what about you, man? Is Pokemon Go something you're going to check out? Absolutely, man. I mean, you know, I have my phone with me all the time. So, 
to be able to just, you know, not rely on a, on a handheld and to just be able to pull out your phone, which we all have with us all the time. It's just think, amazing, dude. I think that's just a genius idea. You know, I think Sony sensed that, and I and I kind of criticized Sony in earlier podcasts about moving away from the Vita, just because I love the Vita so much. Um, but I've I've noticed that carrying around that extra device, whereas it's fantastic and it's super powerful and it's dedicated and it's wonderful, um, I find that to be more prohibitive to playing on a handheld, just because I I don't want to carry that extra device around with me all the time. Right. Yeah. Well, I think Doc should be a gym leader. <laughs> the Yakima gym leader. There, there's, there's another thing right there is with the gyms is apparently there's not going to be like one set gym leader. It's going to be there's going to be like three teams and they're all going to fight for control over the local gyms. The Elite Gaming Gear Pokemon Gym. Oh, oh, I'm down. That would be awesome. I'm it's down. Gonna it's going to be all Charizards all the time. No. Hey, never. Bring a water tank. I just hard. That's in, the other Pokemon. thing. The evolutions, from what I've read, the only way to evolve Pokemon is to catch multiple of the same Pokemon. So you're gonna like we call mutate it pretty much. Like, oh, have like two Charizards that evolute like. No, 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 it's going to be like the uh, Destiny weapon upgrade system. You're going to (laughs) disassemble one of your Pokemon to beef up the other one. Sorry, Charizard, (laughs) but I really want to evolve you. I really like this one's wings. You're going to push your knife out. Is is Mega Evolution going to take a place in that? Probably not. Well, at least I would think not, given given it's going to be hard enough to even get max evolutions of, like, Charmander... Or even like, um, or any of the Gen One starters, for that matter. Check this those out. Those are probably gonna be the harder, to, the hardest ones to find. Are the, all the starters? We're gonna all download uh, Pokemon Go on release, and we're gonna find out that there are three available playable Pokemon, and the rest are microtransactions. And, the, and there's no uh. Charizards. I'll be so mad. <laughs> I, I will They'll, literally just like, start trading. Not. I, just I, go I will wins all. Start trading. It could be all on what you call it, uh, Magikarps. <laughs> Hey, that's I, the only thing that's free. I won't be too miffed if it's all Magikarp. I like Gyarados. Um, Magikarp Gyarados and, uh, is awesome. Uh, what's that thing that uses Harden a lot? Metapod? Uh, yeah, Metapods. Just Magikarp's and Metapods. No. No. I... That'd be the whole game. <laughs> Everything else is DLC. Well, that that's actually my one of my thoughts is with living right across the street from a park, I have a feeling I'm going to see a lot of bug types. Oh, and, yeah, that'd be nice. But, Bug, bug type aren't really one of my strong suits. You, you know what this really is? It's it's nerd geocaching. Oh my god, it is. You're exactly <laughs> right, Doc. No, it's not just nerd <laughs> geocaching. It's Pokefam geocaching. Nerd wonder, geocaching was Ingress. How many to- how many people are going to drown <laughs> trying, to get, <laughs> trying to catch water types? Oh, you got people on planes crashing I've always liked like a alley though. That's okay. It's rare. I ain't ever gonna get it. <laughs> Where would psychic spawn? Uh, at the uh, free palm places. I was. I said mental institutions, Bo. Okay. <laughs> like I said, churches. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, All right, Tony. Thank you very much for uh, signing into the Elite Gaming Gear podcast. It's been a blast having you on, man. Hope you continue to listen to us and uh, and stay posted, man. This certainly won't be the last time that we have uh, fan Q and As. 
right, take it easy, Tony. Peace. I hope I haven't dissuaded Tony from ever listening to this podcast again. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully Hope not. Most turtles are going to be okay. <laughs> Those poor turtles. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what's awesome is that we've uh, actually covered a lot of our uh, uh, Nintendo news already. Uh, however, Isaiah, you, you brought up some really interesting things, and this is something that, that Doc uh, might be interested in, too, and that's uh, the leaking of fake info, because, I mean, he's always getting that kind of stuff. Uh, what do you got for us? The fake NXL controller leak. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's been going around lately. They, um... I guess say like this, last week they've been showing off like, oh, this is the new NX controller. This looks pretty fake. Then two more days later, they showed it off like, oh, it looks pretty legit. Then Nintendo came out like, yeah, that's fake. <laughs> nothing that's not says, real. Uh, nothing says. Uh, Miyamoto oh. came out of nowhere with like an assortment of the push. And just, just, nope, fake. Nope. <laughs> Stabs <laughs> someone in the chest with this cheesy smile. Kills the person who's been doing all those fakes. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's fake. It's fake. You're very hostile tonight, buddy. I am. <laughs> this is what happens when you give him Cheetos and Mountain Dew. Bad combination. Yeah, I put it in a blender and just mix it up and just drink it. It's like orange juice for the soul. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, but it's hey. been... There's been a lot of leaks with that, but... There's been a lot of leaks lately with, like, Call of Duty and all that. So. Uh, what kind of Call of Duty leaks? Call of Duty in space? <laughs> Call of Duty Jump the Shark Edition. You gotta be kidding me. Why would you want to do Call of Duty in space? There's really nothing there. Alright, so you know what? We gotta we gotta defer to Doc on this one. Doc, what are they thinking? They're they have I mean They've obviously lost how to re repackage their own game, which they've been really doing so well for the last friggin' however many years. I mean, Call of Duty is Call of Duty with a new skin, man. Um, True. We had the we had the space aspect and Call of Duty Ghosts because we had yeah. to go out to the Odin satellite and shoot a bunch of dudes in space, right? Then you got to yeah. pilot a SR seventy one, you know, while supporting ground troops. I mean, so we've had those aspects. Did before. the first Black Ops have like a um, zombie in space? It was like uh, a zombie map. Um, I think in um. Oh yeah, yeah, it did on the moon. Had moon. It was on yeah, the moon. And that was the most hardest map because it was so unfair. Because they had to deal with gravity and oxygen crap. Right. Oh, it was so terrible. But it was still but good. Whether it's true or not, whether they go in that direction, um, I I don't know. I think they'll shoot themselves in the foot because Battlefield is going to stomp the ground when they come out with their World War II edition. Because you know, uh, Medal of Honor is, and you know, that's that's where all that stuff started. You know, they've got to do something to, to save themselves from hardline. Never in a million years would I have thought that Battlefield hardline, would have oh, uh, would have gone that route. And I and it's the first time since Battlefield 1942 that I actually have not purchased a Battlefield game at launch. Yeah, but um, I think um, when Call of Duty comes out, they should be coming out with Call of Duty Civil War. <laughs> That'd be it awesome. It would be so... It, Can it you imagine... Like, Multiplayer you, matches would take forever. You have to shoot oh, five minutes to reload. <laughs> that's the whole game. And knifing like, right? people with their bayonets and like in the story mode. It's like, the numbers. You can't actually move. You just have to stand there and pull the trigger. <laughs> Aiming can only you know move like two millimeters in any direction. Yeah, but it'd yeah, be, like, you, you hardly ever die from the initial wound. You know, it's the, <laughs> it's the infection that gets you later. 
the whole game just a walking simulator. Place to place. The power ups are like an amputation saw and uh <laughs> medical maggots. Yeah. Then, then, one... then they're gonna release a zombies mode for that and it's gonna be terrible. Then the, the one friend box. that has like penicillin is gonna be like the ruler. <laughs> <laughs> he pack a punched his penicillin. We're gonna exactly. live forever. We're gonna make it the round ninety nine, no time. <laughs> But oh. Call it, I think Call of Duty is going to run out of ideas. Oh, I think they already have. They have. Well, run out it, of ideas. They have, but I think it's going to get worse and worse. Well, here's what happened. It's it's something that I've seen before, and the first time I saw it was actually with hardware, not with software, and that was with Sega. Now, Sega. Sega. Now, I think Sega should make a console called Sega and Knuckles, and every game has Knuckles in it. <laughs> they actually, uh, there was a huge petition that was started uh, to try to kickstart the funding of a Sega Dreamcast 2. Uh, I said that would be a stupid idea. That's me. Oh, man. No, it, it would have been beautiful for a lot of reasons. But, but here's, it, here's, it would for nostalgia reasons, but would it really make money? Uh, here's the thing, man. This is what a lot of people don't realize. It will uh, make money. It just won't make a lot of money. Oh, well, yeah. Sorry, Nathan. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, not a problem, man. Uh, so... If Sega was really to take the reins on it and go with it, they would do what they've been known for doing. So lately, Nintendo's the one that comes up with all these, quote, innovative uh, modifications to their consoles. Uh, a tablet controller, motion controllers, <clears throat> these sorts of things. But the company that really took the lead with that originally was Project Dolphin, which it became the Sega Dreamcast. It was the first console to be able to go online uh, with multiplayer. It was the yep. first console to use disc-based media at any uh, reasonably good uh, resolution. Granted, uh, the PlayStation had done that already, uh, but the PlayStation was limited to two players. So not only did you get the four-player aspect of the Nintendo 64, uh, but you also got the disc-based media, which meant uh, full voiceover and dialogue for the video games and cutscenes, fully animated cutscenes, like you got with PlayStation. It was the best of both worlds. Beyond that, uh, they had a higher uh, refresh rate and a higher graphical capacity than either of the consoles it was competing with by double. Uh, it had 128 bits, I think, at the time, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody fact-check me on you're that. You're probably right. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> fact-check me on that if I'm wrong. Uh, but not only that, it could run Windows CE, so it was a cross-platform console, had the ability to play music CDs as well as uh, WMV-formatted movies. Uh, it had... Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, the VMUs. Let's not forget the VMUs. It had a controller that was designed to take both memory cards and rumble packs at the same time. And if you think that that design was flawed in any way, I need only point you in the direction of the later Xbox uh, controllers to show you that that design was flawless, enough so that Microsoft picked it up to perpetuate it. And the VMUs themselves, the virtual memory units, were a memory card that actually had an onboard screen with said, quote, Tamagotchi-style games that Dude. you could play. And I found mine mm -hmm. like a week ago, dude. I have one, Lathan. Dude, I've got batteries for them. I, we, we will get that thing up. Absolutely. Wait, what? For uh, the VMUs. Oh, Isaiah, so you've oh. never seen a virtual memory unit, have you? Nope. Oh, it's insane. And this is. And I'm not even done yet. I'm, I'm on a roll here. Uh, they were also the first uh, console to integrate voice activation in a game. Seaman uh, was uh, the game with the little tadpoles. Where you could actually talk oh, to them no. and interact with them, yes. Was that with um, oh, Leonard, the 
very talented Leonard Nimoy. Uh, Leonard Nimoy, yes, you are yeah. correct. Um, it had uh, motion-activated controllers with their real fishing that actually had force feedback on the real mechanism where the rod would bend down when you'd catch a fish. Um, they had uh, AAA titles out the wazoo. Uh, they had... Just just this plethora of ideas, and they were so far ahead of their time that by the time they came out, and really I blame marketing more than anything, but, but ultimately they started this spiral. They started releasing consoles so fast that by the time the Dreamcast came out, they're like, oh, another Sega console, and people completely passed it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it seems like I got really off topic, but bring that back to modern times, and we're not seeing that with hardware, but now we're seeing software where they've decided, all these major studios have decided that they're going to pump out a game a year, whether they have a game a year or not. Uh, and so now we get into more of this partial game release where you've got massive multi-gig updates for day one uh, that eats through whatever storage your console may have. Uh, you've oh, got yeah. games Games that are buggier than crap for months at a time. Uh, you've got games that are so bland and flavorless that they don't even bother changing voice actors half the time. Um, it, it, it saves the money. It does save the money, but but you know who's to blame here? I can't blame the studios. I don't blame the studios. Uh, I blame myself, and I blame the rest of my gamer community uh, because we keep eating it up. And as long as we continue to buy it, they're going to keep pumping it out, man. It would be so nice. That's what I s- told the cops, man. If they didn't make that sweet crack, I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if Sega really want to make a console, they need some heavy hitters. They need a good Sonic game. They need a bit Crazy Taxi and um, Jet Set Radio. Oh, Jet Set Radio and then a new Space Channel 5, which oh, you guys, yeah. yes, uh, I'm sorry. They need to. If they're going to do oh, yeah. that, they have to. Oh, you guys know that. The, or that, or uh, Sonic um, Bench 3. PlayStation, uh, um... The Vita was originally designed as a as a controller for PlayStation Four. I did not know that, but that explains why it has cr- uh, PlayStation Four plot. Uh, uh, was it cross play or was it uh, passive play or uh, remote play uh, built in from the from the get go? I actually tested it as a controller um, when I was you know when we were doing our little backroom things, and they're like, "What do you think of this?" They're like, "Well, you know, I'm under NDA, so I can't say anything." And uh, um, so I was like, oh, I want to tell people about this because I was playing Resident Evil 6 at the time, right? And uh, I was able to use the top screen without exiting my menu to mix stuff, change weapons, and do stuff while controlling the game at the same time. Oh, that would have been beautiful. Yeah, I, I was just like, and um, it would have made a lot of things I was easier. Like, Where too. is this? Just like, I worked on a stupid iPad support for the division, right? Where you can. If you're away from your console, you can get on your smartphone or tablet and launch an aerial drone and provide cover support for uh, um, for agents. All of a sudden, that has disappeared and has appeared nowhere. So it sounds like they're dropping a lot of really good ideas um, for no viable reason that I can see. If they've already developed the technology, obviously it's there. And you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, Battlefield 4. Uh, when we played, uh, we did open beta for Battlefield 4, Battlefield 3, and I think uh, Bad Company 2. Uh, but in Battlefield 4's open beta, no, uh, Ants, we did closed beta before they did the open beta, correct? I think so. We did. The, yeah, that's right, because the closed beta had the uh, sniper scope uh, reflection. Do you remember that? Was, Wait, like was, actual sniper yeah. scope? 
I love that game. Oh, so check this out. The way that it was set up was that in-game, um, you could actually see the reflection of, of light off of a sniper's scope from distance. What? Yeah, buddy. Dude, that's awesome. It was. So if you're, like, looking around and you see a little glint, you're like, wait, what? And one of the, if I'm not mistaken, one of the proposed upgrades for the weapons was a little flap. Uh, instead of like a like a laser or a suppressor, it was a little flap or a filter to go over your uh, to go over the lens of your scope, and, and that was just Innovation. a fantastic thing that they ended up taking out of the main game. Oh, of course. Yeah, sad day. Well, uh, so now you remember we used to use the little MAVs in I think four. <laughs> Fly to areas you're not supposed to access until they patched it. That made me sad. <laughs> it was pretty yeah. hysterical seeing uh, ants launch UAV and then me riding on top of it like some sort of like cat on a Roomba. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> like more like the hobgoblin. <laughs> <laughs> Toting grenades and machine guns. It was rather fantastic. Uh, but back to back to Nintendo for a second. Uh, now Doc can relate to this better than better than you guys, I think, Anson and Isaiah, because uh, Doc and I both uh, were in that time frame where we grew up with Star Fox. Uh, so, what do you think about the implementation of an easy mode for Star Fox? Uh, Star Fox. You think what? so? What? Are you outraged? Yeah. yeah, man, play the game or don't play the game. Everyone that that had a had. That's like that's like Dark Souls easy mode. Oh, oh. <laughs> he already jumped the gun. Yeah, that's what was next. <laughs> Go ahead. That's that's like the reason when you see when you see someone and you're like, oh damn, you have a hundred percent on Dark Souls or like on PlayStation. You know, you're I like, oh, you have the easy. platinum. You know that they have been through some shit, <laughs> right? They've been through, they've oh, been yeah. through two wars. <laughs> yeah. They've been hammered back them, twice. They have it on easy, and it's like, get up, dude! Don't even talk to me. Just, fuck, just go shoot yourself. Get out of here. I think the go, Microsoft equivalent to that, Anthony, is uh, if they came to see play me, beg. Moist turtles. Oh <laughs> yeah, that achievement. That was fun, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was just infuriating, but it, but it, you just have to keep going for it. I think, uh, I think, until I got it, you you had almost convinced yourself that it was impossible. And then, like a day or two after I got mine, you got yours. Uh, Doc, uh, did you ever play any of the Halo series? Uh, no. Okay, so there was an achievement, and was it Halo Three? Reach. Oh, it was in Reach. Uh, called if they can't. Yeah, I, I still have flashbacks from it. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, you spend that much time doing the exact same thing over and over. Uh, but the achievement was called if they came uh, if they came to hear me beg. And what you have to do is you have to jump from a height that would normally kill you. And immediately before you hit the ground and would die, perform an execution move on an elite, saving yourself from death um, flawlessly. It, it took you two hours. Oh, two hours. No, no, no. What? I think I. What? How many attempts did you have on advance? Uh, I want to say like around two thousand. Two thousand? Yeah, I wasn't too far behind that actually. Jeez. Yeah, and and that that's not an exaggeration. I mean, just loading it you have over to, and over and over the, and over. Like the millisecond before your feet touch the ground, you have to hit the button. And, and yeah, then it tell has. Tell me to... when you did do it. It wasn't like the best victory ever. Oh, it man. It was the best victory I, I ever. I freaked out. I think I called Ants at like 2 a.m. I'm like, you're not gonna believe what I just heard! <laughs> it was it was insane. Uh, well, that's just like uh, uh, the saboteur. 
Uh, if anyone has ever played the Saboteur on on uh, PlayStation Three, it's probably one of the best PlayStation Three games, hands down. Oh, and uh, um, you had to jump from the Eiffel Tower. You had to do two of them. One, you had to you had to climb, you know, Nathan Drake and uh, uh, Assassin's Creed style, all the way to the top of the Eiffel Tower, climb onto the flagpole, and jump. <laughs> right, <laughs> that was one. The second award was to jump and live. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god! Imagine those were both relatively that. difficult. Well, <laughs> you got to buy the game to find out. Life, but there is a small swimming pool to the right of the Eiffel Tower that takes a real precision aiming to get that thing down. And you splash oh. down in the pool and you're like, winner! <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, man. That would be no, absolutely but insane. Going back to Star Fox, thinking about it, if you were a kid, if, what, if Star Fox had an easy mode, would it defeat the purpose of even having a um, Star Fox game? It would, man. It would. Because um, I go back to my childhood. My games were like Crash Bandicoot. And if Crash Bandicoot had an easy mode, it would have been like pointless. Oh, you guys exactly know they are right. bringing Crash Bandicoot back, right? I am still waiting for that. Man, let no, me tell you something. Happening. I'm there telling no... you it's happening. Wait, wait. The new Crash Bandicoot game that's coming out? Yeah. Oh, yes. You probably... Do you have a date? Or that's a... Uh... No. No, I was, oh. I was at Naughty Dog and they let me play it. <laughs> you cheeky son of a bitch! <laughs> this is why we bring like, you I, on. We bring I'm you never on to uh, here ever again <laughs> to tell us all the things that we don't get to play. <laughs> but um, I think yeah, having an easy mode, there's always pros and cons to it. But I think it's more cons than pro because think about it: if you got a kid and give him like the N64 or Star Fox, and like, oh, let's give you an easy mode, it'll defeat the purpose of even playing it. Because I think with video games, you always need a challenge, and not having a challenge for it will kill the purpose of a game. That, that's fair. That's fair. I believe that. And just like you're saying with Dark Souls, uh, you know, Dark, Dark Souls, Souls is, is hard. Well, and that's the whole point of the game is it's one of the hardest games uh, out there, aside from what would you say, like Ninja Gaiden Black, or I still have Ninja to play Gaiden. that. Do you ever play that one, Doc? Yeah, yeah that that one got got pretty crazy. But I think Dark Souls is even harder than that. Um, oh, absolutely. Oh, by far. I mean, I, I tried it. I will confess that I tried it, and I could not get past the first part of the game. And I, I just I just couldn't do it. I, I gave up. And I got Well, what happened was I kept dying. I died like two or three times before I figured out how to do things. And by then, I, was, I had already lost so many points from dying that I couldn't progress. And so that was pretty much that. Uh, on that same... Uh, track though talking about playstation the playstation 4 specifically and really really cool things that are coming out uh the supercharged playstation 4 have you heard anything about that yeah what what playstation 4k is what it's being called well that's what they're tentatively calling it ah so like uh their their uh, test name or their development name uh right so is the entire purpose of that to boost it up for PSVR, or is there another goal in mind? Um, they're going to tell you that it's it's for, uh, um, you know, more intense displays and um, faster processing of the higher, you know, gigs. Because, you know, it's, it needs more processing power, and 
They want to be able to. They want it to be an all-in-one system for your for 4K displays, right? Because that's the next step. So they wanted to be able to do everything from play Blu-rays to to video games. But yes, it is definitely being uh, bumped up for PSVR because PSVR is going to be able to play. Um, I don't know if they said this, but it's going to be able to play everything that's 60 frames per second and up. Yeah, they won't do anything that drops below it. They want to prove it. So, uh, um, yeah. So what does that mean for my, my Darth Vader edition PS4 that I already have? Um, it's, it's nice. I have to get a new other one, don't I? No, you don't have to. But, but I um, probably should. I mean, you could very well run everything without it. I mean, it's just like, you know, hey, are you going to get that new motherboard or the new uh, graphics processor for your computer? Kind of the same thing. So basically... It's still going to... We stopped... It's still going to have an upgradable drive. It's still going to have... there. You know, there's lots of changes, you know, to the... Like, the memory is, is, is the way it's run tandemly is, is pretty sweet. So basically, we've stopped calling them consoles and we're agreeing that they are what they are. They're dedicated PCs. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it's about time that we yeah. uh, stop beating around the bush there. You know, uh, before we sign out today, I do want to hit on one more thing uh, tech-related. It does not necessarily have to do with video games, uh, but it is a pretty significant thing in the tech world uh, going on right now, and that was the iPhone uh, versus uh, FBI debacle uh, that has gone on. And unremarkably for a lot of us, but very surprising for a lot of people who aren't in the know, um, the iPhone's been hacked by the FBI, and yep. they dropped the lawsuit. <laughs> do you know how it worked? I have a feeling that you do. Um, I do. They um, what I heard on the news, they copied the phone nine times. So if you um go on the phone and try to lock it nine times, it'll erase all the data. So you won't get all the information. So if you copy it nine times and get into it and mess up, then you have another phone. So they keep on copying the data, 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 data until they get into it. Ah, so they were basically cloning it and then running a number cruncher to develop the password. Yes. And now that that's out, uh, I wonder how long it is before we have people. But, I mean, that's got to be a very expensive way to go about that. It it pretty much is, but you're still going to have those people, like, pretty... They're going to get through it. But even though um, they have a lot of phones with iPhones that are from terrorists and all that, so they're going to be unlocking those phones, too. So they're going to get more information. Okay, so this is a way that the FBI got the information they needed. Uh, there's not a, a viable backdoor for other people that uh, Apple was afraid of, because really, who's going to buy you know 150 iPhones uh, to go through this one phone? Yeah, to go through for one phone, it's just not feasible. Uh, so they've developed a way that they're capable of doing this, and uh, not everybody's going to be just uh, breaking into these things. I mean, where? I mean. Doc, can I get you to chime in on this? I know that it's not uh, you're not uh, super big into politics <coughs> or uh, the the legal side of things, uh, but but I mean, how do you feel about the way they went about it? Um, the FBI, they're a bunch of monkeys, dude. Uh, you know, they employ they employ all sorts of uh, you know uh, old school hackers or people that used to be hackers. Um, they're they're known for doing that. Um, the fact that they even tried to sue Apple is just so friggin' ridiculous because they didn't that's that was just a public a public display and it didn't need to go that route. 
um, props to Apple, to Tim Cook, for for putting it out for the customers. He's like, hey, listen, this is what they're trying to do, and we're not having it, you know. Um, and I think it was it was great that um, that Apple stuck up or stood up for us, you know, Apple users, and was like, no, we're not doing this. And it, I think it's I think it was it was great that to know that you know there are. Let's just say uh, Google has rolled over numerous times for the government. Provide them with uh, people's data that they, they, you know, they get a subpoena and they're like, hey, this guy is a bad guy. We need his stuff. And Google has rolled over multiple times doing that. Apple wasn't. And I, and I, I completely respect that. Um, yeah, yes, those terrorists, they need to get into the phone, which is great. You know, you can find someone to do it. You can find a way to do it. Any technology that is created can be disassembled. Uh-huh. You just have to find you just have to find the right avenue. And there's people that do this all day. There's people that have exactly no social skills because their brains are in <laughs> overdrive all the time, and uh, uh, and they can do this. So the fact that they even had to bring it out publicly by trying to sue them it was was just a show. It was it was a r- ridiculous and obscene show. On the government's part, uh, it was uh, great. It was force, great yeah. opportunity for Apple to be like, "Yeah, hey, check us out. We, are, you're buying our phones for, you know, hundreds of dollars, and and we got your back." So that was a big PR thing for Apple because now people are going to be like, "Dude, I'm totally getting an iPhone." Oh, absolutely. I think yeah. uh, I think as a matter of fact, and this is kind of a. A, a speculative statement, so I'm very curious to see where it goes, and we're going to watch this going forward. And I know it doesn't have to do necessarily with gaming, but it does involve itself with tech. And as gaming moves more towards uh, or trends more towards mobile gaming, um, I think it'll become it'll become uh, relatively uh, valid to look at these things a little closer. But I think this move is actually going to uh, put BlackBerry on notice as far as security goes. <laughs> It's all big time, dude. Yeah. BlackBerry still doing stuff? Oh, um, yeah. They're on... Wait, hold up. Something happened with BlackBerry. You cannot access Facebook now with a BlackBerry. What? You cannot access Facebook on a BlackBerry anymore. Why? Oh, what do they make, man? I don't know, but you, I heard today that they can't get on Facebook. Wow. That's what happens when you uh, tell Mark Zuckerberg that he's not allowed to have Blackberries, apparently. That's funny, we, dude. We want to buy in. Mike Zuckerberg. If someone told me they had a BlackBerry, I'd be like, "You still have AOL too." <laughs> if you don't want, I, I want to see a um, movie now with the CIA. It's like we need a hacker and get a ten-year-old on Xbox 360 playing Call of Duty and yelling noobs, oh. yelling no scopes. We need you to hack this <laughs> phone to me. Yeah, 420 blades of that phone. Yeah. Oh God. You're, I think a ten-year-old could do that. You just made me sad for the future of humanity. Way to go, Isaiah! And one of the funniest things is if you watch the uh, interview with uh, uh, Tim Cook, he literally was like, um, "They didn't come to us in the beginning, so they actually messed up the way that we could have helped them out." Oh, they screwed up. <laughs> they this in the behind their back. That interview is free to down. Download on iTunes, which cracks me up. <laughs> it should have been pushed like that terrible, terrible U uh, two album to every iPhone. <laughs> oh, oh my God. not you, not Bono. <laughs> okay, that's not fair. Bono's pretty cool, but but having Bono <laughs> permanently etched on your phone and unable to remove it—that kind of sucked. <laughs> he's like your drunk. He's like your drunk, uh, like your drunk friend who keeps on crashing your house. Bono, you need to leave. No, no, I'm staying here. 
I drink all your liquor anyway, so you're going yeah. to pass it out. Yeah, people just, Damn it, just okay, if, if you don't like YouTube, that's fine, but that you still got something free. All you had to do if you didn't like it was delete it, you silly tit. Hey, at the beginning, you weren't able to delete it. There was like a big debacle with that originally, uh, where it was just there forever eating space, and you could not remove it until there was like a patch. Didn't they have to have to patch iOS for you to be able to get rid of it? I didn't know that. Uh, I could be wrong, so feel free to fact check me, uh, whichever of our listeners out there feels necessary to do so. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken, uh, Z, you're you're an, you're the iPhone person. How did you get rid of that uh, YouTube? It's still on there. <laughs> She's like, it's still there. Bono's still in their phone. Bono's in your phone, watching, waiting. It just plays randomly on the phone. <laughs> right. Well, before we sign out, uh, let's go ahead and give a shout-out to Z one more time for being our, our gal behind the scenes, feeding me information throughout this podcast. Z, say bye to everybody. Bye. Bye, Z. <laughs> All bye, Z. right. And for Elite Gaming Gear, this is Lathan signing out. This is Isaiah signing off. And Ants yeah. having a stroke. And this is Doc. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ants. Uh, remember, guys, gear up. Game on.